Welcome to Shekinah International Podcast. Our ministry reflects the five-fold ministry model Apostle Paul mentions in Ephesians 4, 11, and 12. Our podcast features leaders from multiple churches who are passionate about equipping Christians just like you to walk in purity and power, fulfilling your God-given purpose. God wants to do great exploits through you, so enjoy today's podcast. For uh, coming to the forefront with your voice and speaking in front of people, and you just feel so, it feels so natural to hear you speak. And uh, I just wanted to say that that uh, prophecy, the prophecies were awesome, but the one about the feather coming down on the singers. To me, that was the Holy Spirit, I think, Stephanie said, but like that was an innocence. And, and Holly, when you started um, your, um, your tongue in, in song, you started in song, that was innocence. That I perceived, I just saw innocence. I saw a little girl. I saw a pure heart. And I didn't, I didn't, I mean, I know you. I know you're a warrior. So I understood the pain. I understood the loud. I still understood the strong. But I was surprised when God said, look at the beauty. Look at the beauty right here in this person. So if you put the two together, it's like a warrior, yes. And I don't know if these fit, but this is what I got, an innocent warrior. It's like, don't lose that heart of innocence. As, as, as we minister in strength, we got to remember that our heart is still soft. It's innocent. It's, it's the Holy Spirit in us. And I just saw those two. They weren't really in contrast. They were actually a snapshot of you. Because I, I know you uh, in the warrior scene, but the other was beautiful. He says, she's both. And you need both to minister in power. Yeah. Amen. So anyways, uh, we're happy to be here. And uh, we've worked out some things. Uh, we tried to figure out our message, our title. And, and it's I, just really simple. It's unity. Yeah. That's what the Lord put on our heart, like how important unity is. As you can tell, we're unified in our dress apparel today. <laughs> of which I just agreed, and I can't take any but, credit for that. Yeah. Um, what a, geez, amazing service already. Gosh. Um, let's just pray real quick here. So, Father, we thank you so much for this opportunity to let you just speak through us. Thank you, Lord, for the message that you put on our hearts. We ask, Holy Spirit, that you would just say what you want to say, move in the hearts, bring healing. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. First of all, I just, Jim and I want to thank you guys. This is the first time Jim has spoken before. And it's interesting, yes, yes. I am, like, super proud of him. And um, we just feel so much love from you guys. This is such a loving church. And I was actually kind of shocked when Steph called. Um, and I personally have been going through, like, this super deep, hard thing. And, and, um, me? Okay, so we're learning. This is, <laughs> this is absolutely a learning experience. And I, you know, we're very grateful that we can learn this here. And the thing that I went through was like a very deep, um, Thing. And when Steph called and said, hey, you want to talk? I'm like, no. <laughs> so we're talking, we're talking about having to be obedient. Like I am nope. so not ready 
like, I cannot do this, feeling like the worm and just, like, wanting to, I mean, everything that was said here was exactly everything, and he went through it with me. Right. Well, from my perspective is, is in life, you have many things happening. And you're kind of fighting this battle over here, and you got this victory over here. Sorry, and 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 you got many things happening, and and it's like uh, sometimes it can feel like just one thing too much. And wisdom might say, "No, <laughs> well, we got all we can handle right now." So, so. it was funny, <laughs> right? Because okay. when stuff called, I just me, my personality, I am not gonna let the enemy steal from me, even though I'm feeling like really weak, I said, yes, I, I'll do it. And she's like, are you sure? And I'm like, I'm going to do this because we need the help. And he said, honey, I don't know. We've got a lot going on. But the neat thing about that is, I don't know, all of a sudden he's like, well, maybe I'll, I could do it with you. No, that's God, because that was like, I really, I couldn't do it by myself, but it's, a, it's prophetic that he's up here, and we're doing it on unity, like, like we were sitting around, we were laughing, because it's like, <laughs> it, it takes, it takes. Just because we're married, you understand. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. But I, I just thought it was hilarious, the message that the Lord had put on my heart was unity, and then he comes aboard, and we're doing unity, so. Yes, um amen. So really quick, and this is something new too. So you guys, uh, Steph, Steph put something up on the screen that we had. And so this is new to us. Wait. Wait. Okay. There we are. Okay. So the teacher that I am, it, and I'm like you, Brent, that I'm super detailed and I try not to be, um, is that unity and disunity we kind of wanted to like break it down real quick look at the list of unity look at the list of disunity and we all know that we want to be on the side of unity not disunity it's light on unity dark on disunity and um the i love the sources i love words and you look at everything i just love the in cahoots you know, it's just, it, it, it's just, the words are so, so good. Um, and the results of unity are love, peace, joy, anointing, relationships, authority, protection, growth, strength, team, community, alignment, righteousness, favor, blessings, light, and freedom. The result of disunity is lack of love, depression, oppression, hatred, pride, selfish, intolerance, violence, greed, prejudice, war, division, murder, religion, religious destruction, darkness, and death. We, we don't want anything on the side of disunity. We want everything on unity. Agree? I agree. Um, so we're kind of changing it up a bit, right? Because we have to be done at 4.30. Um, so we came, well, Jim actually um, came across the Liberty song. Um, that our founding fathers, our found, one of our founding fathers, John Dickinson, wrote, and it has the words, united, we stand, divided, we fall. And I, isn't that just ironic how the way the, everything is now? And, 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 and we were talking, it's not just political, and it's not just in the community or the church community, even in ourselves, like the war inside of ourselves. Yeah, there's no uh, escaping the fact there's differences in the world, you know. Uh, there's political differences. There's eating habits. I want to eat uh, Magic Star cereal, but, <laughs> or, or, <laughs> but... But Kim, not so much. Well, <laughs> yeah, definitely he's got the sweet tooth and... But, I mean, there's eating differences, no pork, pork, you know, go 
Go ahead. Oh, and athletic affiliations. Go green. Go blue. What'd you say? Go blue. <laughs> no, go green. <laughs> a little different. I, wa I was going to say Ohio State, but, <laughs> but I'm not right. an Ohio. Right. That would be. <laughs> that would be. Yeah, that would be totally conflict. Yeah. Right. Um, but anyways, um, for Laura, <laughs> um, there are many people that created songs um, that has united, we stand, divided, we fall. And maybe some of you um, may remember the band called the Brotherhood of Man. Do you remember that? This is back in the 70s. 1970s. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> and um, basically... Um, the gist of the song was, you know, staying together no matter what, you know. And Sonny and Cher did that. And, huh, you remember that? Yeah, Sonny and Cher did that. And um, uh, uh, Taylor Swift has a song that she uses. Um, you, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Def Leppard, <laughs> he, he had um, uh, When Love and Hate. Uh, collide. Um, we didn't listen to the song, yeah, we so didn't. we hope it's okay. No, but we did this for Laura because she's such a, a song song person. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, and then those who like history, of course, um, we have, of, of course, John Dickinson. We have Patrick Henry, who had this beautiful, um, I'm going to read it because it's so worth reading, that... Um, I need glasses too, Holly. Um, let us trust. Oh, yeah, thank you. Now I look like a real teacher. Um, <laughs> let us trust God and our better judgment to set us right hereafter. United we stand, divided we fall. Let us not split into factions which must destroy that union and which upon our existence hangs. Oh, I just love that. And uh, Abraham Lincoln and um, just many other, um, many other people take that united we stand and divided we fall mm -hmm. and um, I think you're next. Oh, well. Oh, yeah. So, anyways, so <laughs> in the united we stand and divided we fall, we came up with these scripture verses. And it was so funny, the musician that Jim is, um, one of them is uh, that, you know, how good and pleasant it is when God's people dwell together in unity. Mm, anointing. Um, do your best. Ephesians 4.3, we were going to have these online, but Ephesians 4.3, do your best to preserve the unity which the Spirit gives by means of the peace that bind us together. Um, Philippians 2.2, fulfill my joy by being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord and one spirit, of one mind. And John 13.35, by this... Everyone will know that we are his disciples by our love. And he, the musician he is, he's like singing around the house, this song. Yeah, this one, this one song was stuck in my head, and I'm going to play just a little bit of it for you. because Some of you will recognize it. It's coming. Oh, wait for the advertisement, sorry. <laughs> You can relate. <laughs>
there's a good message in that. And, uh, <sighs> and so, anyways. Um, oh, I was going to say, and how's it going for you with that? Loving everybody. Get, let's, let's all get together and love everybody right now. I love the idea, but actually doing it is a little harder than just, yep. just singing about it. Yeah, it is, you know, because, uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Where are you going, baby? So, anyways, um, so real quick, uh, so something that happened to me um, back in July, um, and it really took me, like, God's doing this deep work, and um, count it all joy when we go through various trials and things like this, and uh, and this was a trial unlike any that I ever had before um, where I have a Christian friend who um, kind of did something that was very hurtful. And how do you deal with that? And, you know, not in the body of Christ. I mean, we can deal with that. It's like, who cares, whatever. But when it happens in the body of Christ, it's like, you know, what do you do? And, um, like, I, I think um, Cammie was saying a lot, like, how we just have to sometimes walk through things. And even though it's really hard, um, but it was interesting in, um, I kept it to myself for a while, other than Jim knew about it, a couple people, because you don't want to go around and gossip and you don't want to give a, a place for the enemy to make it worse. You do, um, oops, let me get my clicker. Um, so there was some points that I wanted to bring up for all of us because I know we all go through stuff and how, you know, how do we handle, how do we handle when, uh, whether it's, you know, somebody coming against you or, you know, slandering you or gossiping about you or even something the Lord is revealing to you, um, it hurts. It hurts really bad. And instead of taking on an attitude of I hate you, you know, or I'm going to get you for this. And it's funny because my son, Matthew, he gave me permission to share this. He experienced a similar thing where his boss at work was um, saying that Matthew forgot to put something uh, in his in his bag that he needed for the job, and Matthew goes, "You never told me to put it in your bag. I I didn't know," and and he, and the guy is like is is saying, "I know. I told you." In in retrospect. Um, he had told a different person to put, tell Matthew to put it in his bag, and that person forgot to tell him. So there's this, um, this uh, altercation that happened. <laughs> Actually, the boss got so angry, and he was, like, basically uh, accusing Matt of trying to ruin his business or whatever. And, and where did that come from? And it was just, like, really hurt Matt. And Matt's like, no. It, where, why are you even saying that? And, and, and the, the guy was getting louder and louder and angrier and angrier to the point where Matthew was like, you know, um, I think he said chill out or calm down or maybe both or whatever like that. And that made him even angrier to the point where he was started calling Matthew, you're stupid, you're an idiot, blah, blah, blah. And that's when Matt was triggered and said, shut up, you know. And, and you know, Matt saying maybe I should have said, you know, be quiet or stop it or whatever, that might have whatever triggered. But it still doesn't matter. The guy, his boss punched him. Like, yeah, just punched him. And, and it was weird because Matt said he knew it was coming, so he, like, stepped back. So he, he didn't get hit on this side, and then he fell. He kind of fell, and so the, the boss, his boss punched him on this side, but not, I mean, you could see God's hand of protection all over it, and when he fell back, he fell back into another employee's, um, caught him or something like that. 
with all that being said, God is so good. <laughs> shoot, with all that fell being, back into the arms of a friend. <laughs> of a, yeah, but with all that being said, Matthew is like calling the cops on him, and rightly so. And um, and then the boss goes, "Oh, you're that kind of person to call the cops." And Matt goes, "You're that kind of boss to punch somebody," you know. Now. Matt called and said, Mom, I really need wisdom, you know. Um, so the second, nope, is seeking counsel. I called Steph. Steph, I need some wisdom. You don't just, you know, go to like your mom or, I mean, if your mom was a Christian, but you, you have to go to wise counsel. And it's not gossip, it's not slander, it's not judgment, it's I need wisdom on how to handle this. So Matt um, says, Mom, um, I really need to talk to you about this because I'm so angry. Like, I can literally get the, make this guy, like, messed up, make him lose his business, his kid, because, you know, he's divorced and he's trying to get custody of his child. But Matthew was like, I, we, we, he started praying about it, and he's like, there's too many other people involved in this situation that he didn't feel like that was what God wanted him to do, and he even said there's that war, that united we stand, divided we fall. Um, am I talking too much? There's this war that is going on inside of Matthew where I really want to take this guy down. He deserves it, but at the same time, there's other people involved. And I, I think Holly or somebody said that when we go through stuff, people are watching us. People are watching us. Are we, are we in, the, in the, the dark side or are we in the light side? Do you have anything you want to say before I go on? Well, no. It's just uh, in those moments when we have to make a choice of who we're going to be, you know, um, I've had this idea about, you know, like, like if I heard a friend or something, going to him and saying, I'm sorry that I couldn't be Jesus to you. And, there, you know, there's part of that sounds really strange, but the part, it really, is really means something because that's how we're supposed to deal with things. We're supposed to um, uh, deal with things in the way, like what would Jesus do, right? I think it pleases God when we make the choice in a tense situation to do what is right or at least what he taught us. Because so often we know to do what is right, but doing it is another thing, you know. We may know what to do, but we, our flesh doesn't want to do it. At the time that we're upset, we may not even think it's a good idea, even though Jesus said it, <laughs> right? You know, but so that's it, you know. So it's, it's in that tense moment. It's, it's, it's yeah. when we have to make the right decision. And if we miss it, with a friend, we can say, I'm sorry that I couldn't be Jesus to you. And not mean it sarcastically, mean it legitimately, because that's what really what we're called to. Yeah, because sometimes we don't always know the right thing to do in a situation, especially when our emotions get involved. Um, but the, the, no, the, um, the Bible says that if somebody has offended you, you go to that person and you talk to them. And um, I did. I, I went to that person. Matt went to, Matt actually texted the person. <laughs> but anyways, um, but you go to that person and if they don't um, respond, whatever, repent or say they're sorry or whatever, then you can get, you know, another cut two or three people and you can go there's there's all these I know you guys already know the biblical um but then you have to then take your emotions and um your thoughts and you have to regulate them um meaning that like Jim said that we're going to go according to what God's word says and not um to how we feel because our feelings lie to us and I was really proud of Matt because Matt's like oh, I feel like I could destroy him, although he steps back, that would be the wrong thing to do. Then you have to get a proper perspective of it. Mm. This was amazing uh, what Jim 
actually Jim was like, you know, honey, um, you know, there is um, a reason why Matthew's boss did what he did. And Matthew's boss did text him and did apologize. I've got all this stuff going on in my life and this and that, and, and I'm really sorry. And, um, and I think that was interesting uh, for Matt uh, because Matthew knew, like discerned already that it maybe, maybe, I don't know, I better not say that. But anyways, you could tell. Sometimes you can discern yeah. and you can tell when somebody is struggling with something. Um, it still doesn't make it right. Yeah, but perspective is important is what we're working on here. And it was like the night when uh, you woke up early and you were just troubled and praying. And and I'm a lot uh, deeper sleeper than she. Cause, so, but she's up and praying, and, and she just couldn't get any satisfaction, so to speak, you know, from, from or any peace, you know. And so whatever reason, I got the idea. This is at 2 a.m. in the morning. I says, let's get dressed, let's go out, and the stars are out, let's go out and just go for a walk, which this is unusual, you know, we don't do that kind of stuff much. Maybe when we were first married, we would do that. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, so, uh, so we go out, and we're just walking and looking at the stars, and it, that's about perspective. It's like once you get out and you see the vastness of God, okay, it's, oh my goodness! Like you just—you guys have all seen that. You've always been in that dark environment, just seeing the stars just screaming at you with beauty. You know, it's just like wow. And then you think about like what's beyond the stars? Oh God, you're so incredible. That sometimes our little mousy problems that we that we think are we're so tied up in, you know, in the proper perspective, don't seem quite so big. And so that's that's a, one view of perspective that we got to get. God's perspective, and he loves us, and he'll come down into our little mousy problems, and he'll help us, help us, our mind, he'll renew our minds, and he'll help us there, but he sees the big picture, you know, there is a perspective that we need to behold <laughs> as best we can to keep things in the right yeah. size, you know, in perspective. That was amazing, yeah, because it literally got me out of my head, and out of my emotions, and it was kind of cold at 2 o'clock in the morning, not like bad. but And then once we got out there, like I could breathe, and it wasn't like I was everything was closing in. And God's creation, the stars, it's like he's so capable of handling all this garbage, you know. Um, then, you know, God takes us through. We really do need to forgive. And like Holly and all of us raising our hands, like there are many of us who are harder on ourselves <laughs> that condemn ourselves. You don't have to condemn me because I'll condemn myself. And so practicing forgiveness and compassion is not only for the person who hurt you or offended you or whatever. It is also for yourself, you know, um, that there is grace. You know, we're just like Jim was saying like, I'm not Jesus, like, I tried to be like him, but I'm not, um, that we really have to um, walk that out, and then being patient, um, that was brought up a lot here, timing, God's timing, um, you know, we need to, um, we need to allow God to work out um, the situation in his timing, not our timing. Patience has not been like one of my greatest qualities, but it's becoming one of my greatest qualities. Let's put it that way. Um, because um, the thing of it is, is waiting on God is trusting in his timing. And again, there are many people that are watching how we're going to react to something and say if this person hasn't uh, come and apologized, you know. It's not my place to demand that. It's my place to, you know, forgive, do my part the best that I can to do my part to forgive and to go forward, 
and wait on, I was really stuck in that because like how can you have unity, how can you have unity, you know, you don't have to be around some people, but like if, you, if it was disunity in your workplace or disunity in church or whatever and you're going to be seeing them all the time, like how, how can I stay in unity if there hasn't been a complete forgiveness? Like, and the Lord in, um, in uh, oh, we had these scripture verses all over the place and I don't know where they're at, but, but it says, to the best of our ability, stay at peace with others to the best of our ability. Mm-hmm. So God knows my heart. God knows Matthew's heart. And God's going to deal with theirs in his timing. Um, maybe you could share uh, Paul and Barnabas. Because what we're talking about is, what we're talking about is um, oh. unity and disunity and the difference in how we all deal with it. And it's in the world. It's in mm-hmm. the church. I've got some things about that, but if you want to. Yeah, let's get through the list really quick. Okay, the list. Yeah, we're almost done. Then we have trusting in God. Again, that's easy. You're not alone. Is to that you are not alone in what you're going through. And God will raise up other people. And somebody, again, said here t- today how it's you just wanted to kind of hide away. And that is not appropriate because what happens when you actually um, pull away, sorry, um, there's this old um, fable. A lion used to prowl about a field in which four oxen used to dwell. Many a time he tried to attack them, but whenever he came near, they turned their tails to one another so that whenever he approached them, he was met by the horns of of each of them. At last, however, they fell quarreling among themselves and each went off to pasture alone in a separate corner of the field. Then the lion attacked them one by one and soon made them end, soon made an end to all the four. It's the, the devil wants us to get alone and think that we can't even trust anybody. And in that season, I was quiet and and God was trying to do a deep work of trust in me and even told me, like, you don't trust me. Like, you know what I mean? We trust the Lord, but at some point in level, there's that I believe God helped me in the areas of my unbelief. And he's like, just watch. I will raise up people that you can trust. And it was amazing because I would get a phone call from somebody that, I knew it was like God was saying, that person you can trust, that person, you know, don't or whatever. And then um, you need to be obedient. Scott was saying that and other people were saying how we have to be obedient to do what God says, irregardless of whether it makes sense or it doesn't make sense. You know, Proverbs, do not lean on to your own understanding. Acknowledge him, and he will direct our steps. And obedience comes blessings. You had said that, Patty. From we, we just obey what God says, irregardless. Because if you flip it, if you flip the situation, which Jim, again, what a wonderful he husband, husband he is. He's like, Kim, just like flip it. And I'm like, yeah, this is what God says is we take something bad and we turn it around for the good. And if you flip it, it was like, thank you, God, for letting this situation happen. Because one, it helps you know who you should be partnering with and who you shouldn't be partnering with. And for Matthew's sake, it, it was flip it that he, this was God's way of helping him to step back out of that job. And it was funny. He says, Mom, um, because this happened, the police, were com- the police came. And so, of course, everybody wants to know what's going on. And, and there was this electrician that was working in the building next door. And he was, he was I believe he was serious. Um, and he and said, and gave him a business card for a job. And Matt's like, Mom, I think that was like God, you know, trying to get me a different job from from just what happened. Well, he'd been actually playing with the idea yes. of becoming an electrician. He's IT now. 
but he he's thinking more you know becoming an electrician he came out of his mouth and so this thing happened and then this random electrician came over and gave him a business card what do you say you uh, are you looking for a job yeah because it, he you know it sounds like you're gonna be looking for a job here's a business card oh to, is that what it was yeah okay yeah but it was to you know he would love to be an electrician apprentice or whatever they do the yeah or whatever so we can take so, our take our situations that we're that we're going through like count it all joy when we meet various because it's it's producing character one, like people, again, are watching us. Um, two, a deepening of faith. Um, less of me and more of you, Lord, because he wants to take a root of whatever out. And um, so it's really amazing. Uh, and then this part was amazing, too. Don't partner with the enemy. It, again, how you were saying you're just being tormented. And Jim came across this really amazing thing about this right here. Remember? Oh, yeah, it was Louis uh, Gigolo. Uh, he has a, a YouTube thing that's don't give the enemy a seat at your table, which is worth watching. It's really full of a lot of good stuff about dealing with the enemy. Don't give him a seat at your table. Because he'll come along at your table, and he, in uh, in the video, he had prepared this feast, uh, like a big, like a table in a restaurant. And there was all this food, and Louis was sitting there. And, and what the devil does is he he doesn't come in and, and like, I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna ruin your life. He doesn't come in like that. He comes in like, Hey, Louis, what's happening? You know. Uh, I haven't talked to you for a while, but are you still with that wife of yours? Place in the sea. Yeah, because I, I know that she's kind of hard to live with. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I'm, I'm glad you're happy. You know, I'm glad. What's to eat over here? Let's see. But see, that's how he comes in. He comes in real sly and just puts those thoughts. And you may reject him, but a day later, you might be, that may come back like, you know, you were kind of mean to me yesterday, you know, and you start believing a lie. And before you know it, you know, the devil's starting to run your ship, you know. He's, he's going to be at the wheel. Turn left, turn right. You know, he'll run you right into the rocks. He'll kill you if he can. Yeah. That's the enemy. Well, that's not Jesus. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, you would think <laughs> that I would be getting over this, and I'm not, and... We were doing devotions one morning, and I'm even reading the Bible and getting attacked, like, even in my thoughts. Like, I couldn't even, I couldn't even, like, read the Bible. And then you start condemning yourself, thinking, oh, I haven't forgiven or something's wrong with me or whatever. And finally, we just stopped, and we prayed. And this prayer went into this amazing uh, prophetic vision. Just God is so amazing when he knows our heart wants to be right. He gave me the vision of the table, although, um, and I was letting, I was kept turning to the devil and listening to what he was saying. And um, all of a sudden, it was just like, I'm sick of this. I am sick of, I get, it's like I can't shut the devil's voice off. And I, I, I was just getting so frustrated, like I need victory over this. And all of a sudden, I saw my hand just wipe everything across the table. I am not having any food on this table. I don't want papers on this table. I want nothing minimalist. Get everything out so that, that it's just, yeah, that it's just a plain table because Jesus, we forgot to say that Jesus is sitting at the, at the table and there's a feast. It's a Psalms 23 thing where Jesus is sitting at the table, one end, I'm at the other end and all this food and the devil's, you know, slyly comes up, sit and listen to your a conversation, and it starts yapping, and the next thing you you know, your head's this way, listening to him. But I just like just took everything off the table. I don't even want any food on the table. I want Jesus. I don't want there to be any reason, yep. yeah, any reason for the devil to even pull up to my table. And uh, and it was just me and Jesus, me and Jesus. And he was like so focused. 
Because, like, I can tend to think that I'm not good enough or I'm not doing enough or get all into the religion or, you know, whatever. And it was just like Jesus was like, Kim, I love you, and this is so awesome that you did this, and I know your heart. And, and it, it just the peace, you know, perfect peace comes in those mind who stayed on him. And it was just amazing. Seriously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Clear your table off if, you, if you're struggling with that. She did say that I was there too because we're twined oh, yeah. together. Yeah, because <laughs> we're in the unity. Yeah. We're trying to do this unity yeah. thing. And, and, divine, and it was like. We're twined together, you know, so. Yeah, and another thing too I'm is. I'm glad I could do that. When I was going through the situation, um, somebody had said at the end of the day, I have to stand before God and account for my attitude and the way I'm thinking or my actions, you know, Jim is not involved in, in this. You know, even though he's helping me through my struggle, it's still, it's just at the end of the day, it's between me and God and how I'm handling yeah, and she it. She was saying that for a while, and, and she started saying it more and more, and I started getting a little uncomfortable, even though I know it's true. It's like, at the end of the day, it's just me and God. It's just me and God. And if I was not behaving well or something, and and we were in a little bit of a spat or whatever, then she's just it's just me and God. It's just me and God. And I'm thinking, I'm not I'm not sure that I like that so well. And but. so so uh, shortly after that, it's neat how God will let you have that for a minute, and then and then you know change it to honey. You you are one with Him. So really, you're entwined. So at the end of the day. It, you know, you guys are together in some sort of fashion. Right. And, and, and yes, it's true that each one of us will be at the end. The Bible says it'll be me and God. And I can't say she did this or, or I can't write on her coattails. You know, it's all what I did with what he gave me. And that is true for yep. each one of us. Yeah. You know, so, so there's truth in it. But as a married couple, we also will have to give account of what we did together you know so i don't know if that's it makes sense but uh someone brought that up to her yeah that that not only it's just you and god but because you're in a covenant and any of the covenants that we make are really serious they're really important to god you know and yeah because we're in covenant we will have to answer for that covenant we made before god as a as a him and her yeah and we're gonna as well as me and yeah, and then um, the last one is, um, you know, worshiping the Lord because he inhabits our praises, and and then and, and then it just pushes, you know, changes and the atmosphere shifts to everything, our heart and everything. Now, when I was going through this, you know, I asked Steph, like, this is so weird. I have never had um, a, a Christian friend do this, and uh, so Steph was you know, counseling me, and we ran into a friend at the restaurant, and um, she was like, well, how's everything going with you? And I'm like, you know, blah, 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 and she was blah, 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 and and, uh, I had mentioned something about, you know, just going through this slandery, gossipy thing and like that, and she starts laughing, and I go, it's really not that funny, and she goes, get used to it. So, I mean, it's like, you know, talking to... It's a promotion. (laughs) Well, talking to other people, like especially pastors and things like that, they they get slandered all day long or gossiped all day long. And then you have, you know, movie stars and and the politicians, you know. It's like like he was saying... If you're doing anything for the Lord, they're going to talk about you. Yeah, it was like, like Jim was saying, it's... I mean, it wasn't a puny problem to me because it was what I was going through. But really, in the scheme of things, it's we're going to face this. And I think as we're drawing closer, like, we have to be, we have, God wants to encourage us to, he is trustworthy. He's got this. He knows it. Let's flip it, you know. And, but, but Steph gave me in, uh, about Paul and Barnabas. And Jim and I did, like, this really deep study, and it's amazing. I can't find where I put my uh, scripture verse, but you can Google and find it. But it's really amazing if you never really studied it out. 
the reason why Paul and Barnabas split was really because Barnabas' giftings were encouragement and Paul's were not. And so because Mark had stepped away. It's John Mark. Yeah, John Mark had stepped away. Mark John or John Mark? Stepped away, it made um, um, Paul not want him to come back in and travel around and stuff. And there was such this, and it, it really says there was dissension. There was, you know, that they separated. But something was brought up again today about multiplying. That, that again, if we flip it, it's not a bad thing. It was a great thing because then... Paul took Silas and went their way, and then, you know, so it, it multiplied. So, again, it's so critical to flip these things to, like, you know. And then the same thing, we came across um, the story about Paul. This was really interesting, too. Um, I think this is in Acts, but, again, Google it, and I apologize for not having the scripture verses, but um, Paul and um, Peter and it was Peter with the, um, um, we should read it, but it was about circumcision, uncircumcision, and, huh? Yeah, and, um, and actually, Paul had to um, talk to Peter about his wrong thinking about that. And, and me and Jim were talking. <laughs> Oh, my gosh, Peter, I mean, this was after Jesus, and Peter had the boldness of the Holy Spirit on him, and, you know, they're going out. And and, and to think that Peter, we all know Peter, to have gotten caught up in a little bit of, you know, wrong thinking, um, how easy that can happen even with us, too. But it was such a blessing because, you know, things do need to be exposed. I mean... And like you were saying, sometimes uh, not exposed but prayed about. So we have to be discerning of how we're going to handle this situation. But the Bible has all the answers for every single problem that we're going through. But anyways, um, do you want to? Oh, yeah. There, there's another. Uh, yes. Yes. Here, there's another um, example in the Bible. I'll just read it. He's so good. He's got the verses. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, this is in uh, 1 Corinthians uh, 10. Now I plead with you, brethren, by the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that you all speak the same thing, and that there be no divisions among you, and that you be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. For it has been declared to me concerning you, my brethren, by the household of Chloe, I think it is, that there are contentions among you. And that kind of cracks me up. It's like, like Chloe's household, you know, she, she representing that came to Paul and said, well, you know, there's, there's some issues going on in our congregation. And uh, he's like, what? Okay, tell me about them. So anyways, uh, Paul says, now I say this, that each of you says, I am of Paul. Or, I am of Apollos, or I am of Cephas, or I am of Christ. Is Christ divided? Was it Paul who was crucified for you? Or were you baptized into Paul's name? And this is kind of funny, I thought, because then Paul kind of goes in to say, I thank God that I baptized none of you except Crispus and Gaius. And then, then Paul's beginning to think of, all these people that he did baptize to see, you know, it's like, you know, make sure he, he's got his story straight here. It's like he says uh, <laughs> that lest, uh, lest anyone should say that I baptized anyone in my own name. Yes. Oh, oh, yeah. I also baptized the household of Stephanus. <laughs> besides, besides that, I don't know whether I baptized anybody else. <laughs> you know, so it's kind of like he's coming into account. Because he doesn't want it to be said that he'd be, anybody be baptized in the name of Paul or, you know. But that's kind of like denominations, I guess, because it says, is Christ divided? No, he is not. You know, I believe there was never Christ's intention that there be the divisions. And, um, yeah, okay, yeah. Three, thank you.
And then there's a little bit more about this. It says, then, who is Paul and who is Apollos but ministers through which you uh, believed, as the Lord gave uh, you each one? Uh, Paul planted, Apollos watered, and here's the right attitude, but it was God that gave us the increase, you know. And, and God is the God overall, and, and we, just, we just give God the glory because we're all cracked vessels. We are, you know. Crack pots. Crack pots, too, yeah. We are, we are, that is what we are, and God knows that's what we are. We're his plan A, and he doesn't have a plan B. He's going to use us like we are. But he's instructed us how to deal with our, our, our leaks and our cracks and our, you know, yeah. our and brokenness. And, and, the, and, and then we've been watching The Chosen, and you look at the disciples, and they're all like, you know, I, I know, I, I love it. And, and, and I'm, we're here to say, unity doesn't always look like what we think it is. And the devil would want us to be in bondage to think that everything's flowers and peace and, you know. <laughs> it says to as much as we can live at peace with others. There are, you know, um, the thing of it is, is Jesus is the Prince of Peace and... He said to me, Kim, and to any of us that struggle with not being good enough or condemning ourselves, he said, it's your heart. It's your heart that I look at King David. It's all about your heart, your heart. Your, Kim, I know this is that the, the talk that me and Jesus had at the table. It's I know your heart. Your heart is for me. Like, if, if I told you that you had to lay something down, you would. I mean, would, you, would we struggle with it for a minute or two? But there's that grace and there's that patience. Right. But absolutely, we are sold out for the Lord. However, when we're dealing, like, not judging people, but you know them by their fruit and who you should and should not partner with, their heart, if their heart is not right with God, you know, I'm not, I don't mean to be mean or anything, but I don't want to, ha I don't want to partner with people anymore. We got, we got business to do. We've got to seek first his kingdom. I do not want stinking drama anymore. I, you know, God blessed, you know, no, but God blessed that person. Like, seriously, I love that person. My heart is actually very sad, but, but I thank the Lord because like he, shows me who I should be partnering with and who I shouldn't be partnering with. And I really do. We got work to do. There's a harvest coming, and we need to be about Father's business. Mm -hmm. and, and this is what it all really came down to is that the Great Commission, that Jesus, I mean, Jesus, it's all about Jesus and what he wants. And, 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 and even in the chosen movie, it's all about what Jesus wants. They're, they're waiting for him to tell them what to do. And, and then while they're waiting, they get into these squabbles and stuff like that. But really, all when it all comes down to just before he's going, the very last season, just before Jesus is going to do his big old sermon, um, they're all, I, I just get goosebumps because they're all, they all come together in unity, in one accord to yes. do it, exactly what Jesus <laughs> wants because their heart is right. And until the day we die, we're going to always be struggling with something or God's going to be taking yeah. something out. But the great commission is that all authority in heaven and earth has been given to us. Therefore, go and make disciples of the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always until the end of the time. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, I have to go so that the Holy Spirit will come and he will give you power to do the things that I did and even greater things. Greater things is that multiplication. There's more of us. We got to be not focused on all this drama. And even he said, Kim, stop 
focusing on trying to fix yourself. I will fix you. Like, I will bring, because I was like, oh, what's wrong with me? You can start to think that maybe that person is right or whatever, because the devil always does things in half truths, okay? So then, you, then you're starting to like, oh, my gosh, something's really bad wrong with me. It, it's, it's like insane. But anyways, but, the, but, the, um, but Jesus, you know, he has given us everything that, that we need, the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit, the, the, and, you know, we need the unity, the blessings. And then it says in Mark uh, 16, 15, to go into all the world and preach the good news to all creation, whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. Why are we condemning ourselves? Because we, we're believers. And these signs will accompany those who believe in my name. They will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes in their hands. And when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them. And they will place their hands on the sick people, and they will get well, Amen. it's ours. We, like, I believe that what God is trying to do is just strip us of junk so that it's less of that and more of him. He needs a people that he can trust. So I think a lot of us are going through these trials to, to do that, developing that character. Like, I'm, I was sad. I was, like, told my son, I am so proud of you. Your character is stellar because he could have, and he had every right to do what he wanted to do. However, he, he took the high road and let God be the vengeance and take care of him. I, I was so proud of him. And that's the thing is we're not going to get sidetracked. Um, I believe that we are all going through these trials to to, of course, the fire to get the, the dross off, and um, that he can trust us, that we're a people that he can trust. Because if we can love those people that have hurt us, if we can still love them, that's exactly what we're doing is we're, we're loving. And that's what it's really all about. That's what Jesus is all about is, is just Walking in love, and again, that doesn't look like flowers and roses and things like that. Um, but anyways, so yeah, we've been talking about differences that you know that we're different as people and we're different as uh, you know close friendships, sibling relationships. There can be conflicts. We're just because we're all so different. Uh, but you know, we might ask ourselves, are we really that different? You know, we tend to blow up and magnify the negative out of proportion. In reality, we have more in common um, than we might uh, care to admit. But uh, first of all, we all know we're all sinners. We have that in common. And in Romans 3, uh, 23, that all have sinned and fell short of the glory of God. Romans 3, 10, that, that there's none righteous, uh, no, not one. And Paul said in Romans 7, 24, Oh, the wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? Well, Jesus will. Jesus has. You know, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And well, another thing we have in common, and we're all united in this, that we have the saving grace of Jesus Christ. That's right. And, um, you know, these facts should really cause us to want to celebrate and that we come together and celebrate Jesus like we did today and, and rejoice together that um, Jesus has it together when we don't. The Holy Spirit is ready and willing to minister through us, and we just need to allow him to. Um, there's so much more that, you know, because of our frailty and our blindness and our brokenness, which he wants to heal we stop a lot of what he wants to do. Even our minds are so small sometimes, you know, that we just can't, we can't get it. We're not, we can't yield. We can't, we can't say yes. We can't give him our yes. But um, that's what he wants from us. He wants our yes. 
Yes, I'll go where you go, where you where you go. I'll stay where you stay. I will follow you. He just Jesus, yeah. He says, just Matthew, follow me. <laughs> Next text collector just drops everything. <laughs> okay. Well, that's what he wants from us. He wants us just to follow him and not worry about, you know, he'll provide what we need when we get there. You know, like, like Scott Miller said, he didn't know where he was going for sure, kind of, sort of, and it was painful, and, and it was quite a battle even getting that yes out of him. Finally, God got the yes, and he went, and then he grew. And, and he, in retrospect, he could kind of see that, okay, wow, that's cool, God, what, what you showed me there. All right, I'm listening. <laughs> that was a good example, by the way. And um, So... The encouragement is, like, God's, God knows what we're going through, and he does love us with an everlasting love, and he chose us. We didn't choose him. We just said, yes, I'll follow. And we're all one body, just like the disciples, all one bodies, um, working together for the same common goal. That's the unity. And we are trying the best we can to live in unity. And when there's that unity, that that blessing and that oil, and I, I'm just like in tears back there because this body is in such a unity. It just blows me away. Every time we come, it's just God is saying the same thing, the same thing, the same thing, the same thing, the same thing. And it's such a blessing. And I believe he... It's seriously, it's a, it's a new beginning, new month, new beginning, new season, where he is seriously pouring out his spirit on this body, on, on other bodies too, because there is going to be great and mighty things that come out of this body. I was talking to a pastor friend of mine. We know we're on the edge of revival, and he was saying to me, and this was so amazing, it's really, if you think about it, the people were not coming to Jesus for salvation. They were coming to Jesus for healing and deliverance and being made whole, not for salvation. Not to say that that isn't our focus, of course, we want people saved, but there is going to be an influx of giftings, the spirit being poured out, so that we, he trusts us to be able to go out and get those people and bring them in. Then they will get saved. But they're going to be healed. Jesus came to save, deliver, heal, and make whole. And that, that's the whole purpose. And all this other stuff that happens in, in the world and in life, like let's like just like step forward, flip it off from us, go forward and be and do what what's ha what's being what's happening it's happening so i know that there's um a prayer time that you guys have and both jim and i even before steph said something felt like there there is going to be healing like a healing river they were talking about the water the healing river up here that that come and just like lay it down it's clean the table off, lay it down, um, get washed, and let the Spirit just pour into you and empower you for what's coming up, what's coming up ahead in the season. So we'll just pray, and then, Steph, you can come up and do that. Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit, we are so grateful. We are so thankful that you love us just as we are. We are so grateful and thankful that you help us to become better and to be less of ourselves and more of you. And we do want to be that vessel that says, I'll follow you and I'll do whatever you want me to do. God, thank you for this body. And we do ask for your blessings and your healing, your restoration, your deliverance on this body so that they can they can be ready for what you have for them, Lord, this explosion that's going to happen. And thank you, Lord, that you trust this body, that you see their hearts, that you said that you 
Like we could hear you cry, cry out that you love us. You have chosen us. You have called us. You have given us everything that we need. And all we have to do is just receive it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening today. Take a moment and ask Holy Spirit what He wants you to do with what you've learned. And remember, with God, all things are possible. So keep dreaming, keep praying, and simply obey. Because God is good, and He has good plans for you. You can subscribe to our blogs, learn about our speakers, and even hear from one of our team members how you can take part in transforming a city your city with Christ. There's no time like the present. Visit ShekinahOnline.com. If this doesn't excite you, watch for our new and God-inspired product line, a newly released book by Stephanie Butler, more testimonies from our listeners like you, working to bring unity in cities across the world. If you feel led to support our podcast, you may do so on our Shekinah.com website. Or if you would like to support us monthly, there is a link labeled Listener Support on every podcast. Until next time, we thank you, we love you, have a blessed day.